Welcome to Rafa's Bible Answer Man. Glad you chose this particular teaching. Maybe it'll be a help to you. And the question to me that came to me says, Dr. West, help me understand Islam. Well, I appreciate the, the inference, but I really can't do that because it's too complex to cover in a very short sitting. And I could, I would, I'll give you some facts, but I would encourage you to do some research on your own. Uh, you'll have to, you'll have to look into it because it is very extensive. And so many people across the world are adherents of Islam. There's like over a billion people. So that's a lot of people who are adhering to uh, the Islamic faith. And it has some fundamental statements to it that will show you that it's really an antithesis to to the Christian faith. And that's why there's such a uh, controversy and that's why there's such a war going on in the spiritual area and in the dialogue between Christians and Islam. And sadly enough, it's taking forms of violence in so many place, places now. So one, one of its main statements is, in fact, is its foundation statement is this, quote, there is no God but Allah and Mohammed is his prophet, end quote. Now, it, Islam is only about 1,500 years old. You have to remember it came into being around 600 AD. So it's a little bit after the fact to try to start to try to tell us what, uh, what God is and who he is and, and how to define him and how to live for him, although they, they've done that. And a lot of people uh, are adherents to it. First, let me just say from a Christian standpoint, there is no Allah. He doesn't exist. He's a he's a figment of the imagination. He's an invention. He's a mental concept. Second thing is, it's only uh, about fifteen hundred years old, and it was born in Mecca, Saudi Arabia, with the birth of uh, of uh, Muhammad. And he's a very interesting character. I believe as a young man, he was very inquisitive, and I've I've read on his life. Uh, he had some sad times in his life because his father died before he was born. And his mother died when he was only six years old. So we can see there are some inherent problems with the formation of his of his thought processes and and his analytical ability on life. Uh, secondly, he he traveled in on many trading journeys, which gave him a lot of ed, uh, education. Traveling is educational, and he certainly did that, especially in the time when people did not travel all that much. He he was involved in a lot of trading expedition. Uh, he, he learned about cultures, different cultures by doing that. In fact, is one of the uh, benefits that he did learn about and he come in contact with was with the uh, Jewish history. And we can see a, a tremendous amount of Jewish history and text are lifted out of Jewish writings and placed into uh, their, their Bible, the Quran. He, uh, he spent much of his time in his formative years, in his teen years, and up a little bit later on in, into his young adulthood, alone. He spent those in solitary. Some say he, went even, he spent times in caves alone, which that, that alone was not, you know, all that much because many people lived in caves in those days, but he lived there alone. And, and that can be a problem uh, when a young man has to try to figure out everything on his own, we see so many other people who tried to find the way when they were in the formative years and when their mind was still developing 
and uh, uh, all of their being was being warred on by thoughts and and especially when you, you come in contact as Muhammad did with so many cultures and and so many different ideologies so he spent much of his time alone and I, I'm convinced that that's where he became uh, began to be drawn into air and I believe that's where he found that and he uh, he he married an older woman uh, she was a, a wealthy widow he married her and became her caravan manager so he, evidently he was a very astute young man and had a lot of tremendous abilities and we can see that later on when he began to uh, to be uh, accepted his words to be started to be appreciated and when he was rejected we see some of these thoughts coming into play because rejection is terribly hard at any age, especially when you're in in your formative years, your teen years, your young men or womanhood years, and you're rejected and and you're, that it affects your whole personality, it affects your whole life. And he, this is when he uh, before this shortly before this year is when he started receiving revelations and his wife started giving much credence and. He, some people started listening to him and others did not. And so if you read his life, you'll see about this turning point, what happened to him. Much of Islam's theology was, as I said, lifted from Jewish theology. We, we can see that because they teach that uh, Allah has no beginning and no end. He, he knows all things, past, present, and future. He is all-powerful. He has the ability to do whatever he wills and whatever he desires when he desires to do it. The, the fact that he is supposed to, to hear every sound and he sees all things and knows all things and has authority over all things. We will discuss maybe some conflicts about these because these are in antithesis to the Christian faith and the Christian uh, word. Islam has five pillars of which is uh, founded that are required. They would be the Shahada, which is called their witness. And that's what I quoted to you. Their foundation witness is that there's no God but Allah. And Muhammad is his apostle or prophet. They, they choose the word. The second is Salat. That's a ritual prayer, which they pray five times per day. And if many times you'll run upon uh, an Islamic person and they're, uh, they're in their prayer mode. And when they're in that prayer mode, you cannot disturb them. I've seen people almost get run over by cars in a parking lot because they would not break their, their prayer time. Thirdly, zakat that gives, uh, they're to give alms. Two and a half percent of their gross income is to be given. Uh, shalom. That's not shalom, but salom, fasting. They're in the month of Ramadan, they must fast. It's very important. And the hajj, that means that each uh, Muslim must do a pilgrimage to Mecca once in their lifetime, at least once in their lifetime. I've stated and alluded to the fact that Islam is the antithesis to Christianity. They talked at Allah is one singular God. Christianity teaches that our God is a triune God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, yet one God. 
Me Islam teaches that Allah is impersonal. You can't know him. You can't you can't relate to him. You just he just gives out edicts, basically. The Christian God is very personal. He desires to be known and to be uh, have communication with his believers and with his creation. Islam teaches that Allah cannot be known. He's too infinite to be known. The Christian God highly desires to have his ways and his desires and his methodology known and to come to, to let him reveal how his mindset works in our everyday life. He's very personal. Allah may impart afterlife, but only to those he chooses to impart that life. He cho- he makes that choice. So really, therefore, a, a, a Muslim really never knows if they're lost or saved until their final judgment. Of course, the Christian God offers eternal life to everyone. And I heard a very knowledgeable minister not long ago, and I, and I, hold this person in very high esteem. They've gone to be with the Lord now. But they said that God didn't never revealed the basis upon which he chose to save people. But that's not correct. God offers salvation to every person who's ever been born. He lets them know what is needed and how to do that. And he offers the salvation based upon one criteria, that whosoever will come to him can find eternal life. They will have to accept the Lord Jesus Christ's sacrifice, the fact that God, in the form of the Word who took on flesh and came to earth and lived an earthly perfect life in the form of Jesus Christ, went to the cross, died for the sins of the world, and if we'll accept his sacrificial death and make him our only God, there's only going to be two choices. Not, there's not many ways to God. There's only one choice, and that's through the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. I don't care what you believe, where you are, what your race, creed, or color is. There's only one way to God, and it has to be by the way of the cross. So that would be my charge to Islam, as it would to so many of the other religions that have spurred off and gone their own way, to find the Lord while he may be found. I hope this has been a teaching that will spur you to teach and to and to study the teachings in this area because you'll find it a blessing. It'll, it'll also build a wonderful foundation that you can only use to speak to Muslims who will listen to you. And Muslims are are being saved. They're they're changing their God from Allah to the Christian God. So use it for a foundational place to, upon which you can step off to understanding. Hope it's been some tidbits for you that will aid you. You might go to our website, Rothfer Ministries World. You'll find other things there. Or you can go maybe where you found this teaching in Lee West Ministries, and you'll find other things there. And I understand that there's a number of ministries on the YouTube calling yourself, themselves Lee West Ministries, and that I'm not sure they are Lee West Ministries. But if you keep searching, you'll find our particular one. So until we meet again through teachings like this or seminar, or some some of our other works, our books or other works of of myself or others of our ministers in our in our ministry. I just pray that God will richly bless your life.